Welcome back to the Prayers Breathing Podcast. My name is Latoya. I want to thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. Special thanks to anyone that joined my Bible study live on YouTube last Wednesday at 9 p.m. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Latoya Jasmine. That's L-A-T-O-Y-A-J-A-S-M-I-N. I would love for you to subscribe. All right, so let's jump right into the topic for today. I just want to talk to you about the favor of God, even in this month of February, that you understand how the favor of God works. And this will help your prayer life tremendously when you understand that God is with you and God will favor you in whatever season you are in. So I have been enjoying studying the Bible, especially this year. I'm looking at Genesis and I am truly amazed at the life of Joseph. I think that Joseph was quite remarkable in all that he went through, a man of conviction, a man that stood his ground even in the midst of adversity. He went through so much rejection, so much pain with his family, being thrown into prison, having to overcome the temptations of Potiphar's wife. I mean, the story goes on, right? So I definitely encourage you to read the book of Genesis. But I want to focus on the part where Joseph actually gets thrown into prison for doing the right thing. So he didn't do anything wrong and he got thrown into prison. Of course, you know the story that Potiphar's wife, the Bible says in lack of better words that Joseph was attractive. And so she kind of threw herself on him and he refused. He was a man of honor and integrity. Very, very powerful story. And so he gets thrown into prison. And let's look at Genesis chapter 39, verse 20. It says, then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. Verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. This is just one of the times where we see how the Lord favored Joseph. And maybe you're in a situation where you're like, God, why am I in this season? Why am I stuck? He was thrown into this prison. He could have complained. Of course, he has this very prophetic dream that his brothers would be bowing down to him. And he finds himself sold into slavery, thrown into prison. All these different things happen to him. But we see here in verse 21 that God favored him. So the favor of God can find you in every season that you are in. So even when you don't have all the answers, even when you don't understand all the steps, you have to know, like the Bible says, that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. And when you understand that, it will change your perspective. And let's look at exactly how favored Joseph was. So Genesis chapter 40, verse six, it talks about the butler, the bakers and the king of Egypt and verse five. And so let's look at that. It says, then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt who were confined in the prison had a dream, both of them, each man's dream in one night and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Joseph came into them in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. Do you know that even in the midst of his own problems and his own struggles and his own situation, he had so much favor on his life that he was concerned about other people. I believe that if Romans 
Romans 8, 28 was a person that says that all things work together for the good, for those that love the Lord, those that are called according to his purpose. Joseph is the number one guy that stands out to me because we see that even in the prison, he was ministering. Even when he was in uh, Potiphar's house, he was excellent. He was doing everything as unto the Lord. He was honorable. He had integrity. And so everything worked out for his good. And then verse seven says, so he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with them in the custody of his Lord's house saying, why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, we each have had a dream and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell them to me, please. And so, of course, he was not afraid to share his faith in the season that he was in. He was still bold. He had every reason to maybe be upset with God because so many things happened that I'm sure he didn't understand. But if you talk about someone who was flat footed and stood fast on the word of God, you have to talk about Joseph because he definitely stood his ground. All right. Verse nine, it says, then the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, behold, in my dream, a vine was before me. And in the vine, there were three branches. It was as though it budded, it blossomed, shot forth and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. And so he goes on to tell him the dream verse 12 says, and Joseph said to him, this is the interpretation of it. And the three branches are three days. Now within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand, according to the former manner when you were his butler. But remember me when it is well with you and please show kindness to me, make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. So Joseph interprets the dream. Of course, there's another dream. He interprets that one, that one doesn't have such a happy ending, but he ends with telling them, do not forget about me. And you know what they did. They forgot about him. But let me tell you what, even when people forget about you, God will not forget about you. And God has a specific timing that if you understand that you walk in the favor of the Lord, you will not be upset. You will not be dismayed. And even in moments where you feel discouraged, you have to figure out how to encourage yourself in the Lord. And so Joseph, I believe, was able to figure that out and walk with God, even in the hardest, most difficult seasons of his life. And so understand that the favor of God is available to you. And what happens when the favor of God comes upon you? God will give you favor. He gave Joseph favor, even in prison. God will give you favor with man, but also you have favor with God. And you know what it's like to have favor with God, that God will move mountains for you. God will open doors for you. God will do things that you, your mind can't even imagine. Ephesians talks about God doing exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can hope for or imagine. And then I want you to pray from this point, pray from this place, pray from a place of authority, because Joseph, even though he was in prison, he didn't have a prison mindset. His mind was free. He was able to still declare the word of the Lord. And do you know that your situation or your circumstances or the things around you do not define you? And Joseph could have been just as sad as these bakers, but his countenance, he had the favor of God. 
And so when you have the favor of God, you're free in every situation, in every circumstance, even when you don't have all the answers. And so we see, of course, that God blessed Joseph tremendously. God blessed his family. He had to forgive. His heart was longing for his brothers. And in the end, he had to forgive them. And there's a part where he wanted, they wanted to be so far away, but he brought them in close and he cried and he wept over his brothers. And so the story of Joseph is pretty remarkable and amazing and encouraging. And I want to share it with you from a place of prayer that you will pray harder than ever before. You will pray getting closer to God more than ever before. You will focus on being intimate with the Lord and understanding that as you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. That's what James tells us. He says, uh, flee from the devil and he will flee from you. He says, submit to God, flee from the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to the Lord and he will draw near unto you. And so in this hour, in this season, draw near unto God. Don't wait for your circumstances to change to say, okay, well, when God blessed me with this, then I'll evangelize. Or when God does this, then I'll have joy. Don't wait for the final outcome, but allow God to be with you in the process. Allow God to strengthen you. Allow God to sharpen you. Allow God to deal with those areas of your life that may not even make sense. And I just want to read this verse again in James chapter four, verse seven. It says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double minded. And so verse nine says, lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. And so we see that Joseph, he humbled himself before God and surely God lifted him up. He was elevated to such a high place that the only person that had more authority than him was Pharaoh himself. And so God is able, God is so able to do that thing that you are asking him for. But in the process, God wants to humble you. God wants to shape you. God wants to mold you. And if you submit to God, you don't even have to submit to the bitterness of your own heart. You're able to forgive give people. You understand that all things work together for your good. And so when you have the true revelation of that, and it's not just um, something that you read off of a page, but you really understand what that means, that all things work together for your good. You're going to be able to forgive the person that betrayed you. You're going to be able to forgive people that talk against you or speak against what God wants to do in your life. And Joseph is a very powerful example of what it means to forgive people that have hurt you, even people that are close to you that have hurt you. And so if you read that story, it will encourage you and strengthen you and cause you to move forward in this season with strength and tenacity and hope and trust in the Lord that God is able to keep you. He's able to cover you and he's able to take you higher. So don't quit the process. Don't give up. Don't become dismayed, the Bible says, but encourage yourself in the Lord and walk in the favor of God. I want to say a prayer for you. God, I just thank you for your favor. I thank you, God, that you are not limited 
to man that you can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can possibly hope for, ask for, or think. God, thank you for your favor. None of us deserve it, but we thank you for your hand that is upon our lives. God, help us to know who we are, that we will walk in boldness and power and in authority. Father, I thank you that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Thank you, Father, for the shield of faith that is able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. Thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Thank you that you are God of the valley. You are God of the mountaintop. You are with us in each and every season. And so for that, Father, we will give you praise. We will give you glory. We will give you honor. You are the same God that causes the dead things to come to life. So thank you for your resurrection power. Thank you that even when we don't have all the answers, we can put our trust in you, Father. And so thank you for all that you are. We hope in you. You are our strength. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. And so thank you for your favor. Thank you for being God who goes before us and you encamp all around us. And so we thank you and we love you and we bless you and we glorify your name in Jesus mighty name. Amen and amen. Listen, God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to send any prayer requests to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayerisbreathing or on Facebook at prayerisbreathing. God bless you. God keep you walking victory.